Today's podcast is brought to you by Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So just for being a listener to today's podcast, we're going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You go there, we're going to give you two free MP3s of your master. Uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. And most importantly, let Lander know that straight out the den sent you. Uh, so, um... This week's podcast, man, is really it's been on my heart to talk about this subject for a couple of weeks now, and um, the only thing that was really holding me back um, from really talking about it, to be honest with you, was more so um, just I didn't want to offend uh, my political connects, if you will. Um, there are a lot of people that I know in this business, and, and a lot of th- those people, um, a good thirty to forty percent use this tactic that I'm going to talk about and there's no shade to them I understand it I I personally feel that if you're in this game and you figured out a way to create income and generate um, income and people trust you with that then um, you know if you figured that out you figured out a way to do that then by all means you know do what you have to do it's all about the audience that you're talking to uh, me personally the, the subject that we're going to talk about I'm not really for it um, and, and Actually, let me take that doubt word out. I am not for it. There's no really um, in it at all. Um, however, I do understand the business and I understand that, you know, people have to make money. So with all that being said, today I'm going to talk about um, paying to perform. Right. And, and talking about does this really maximize your exposure um, or is it just, you know, you spending money for no reason. Right. And so I'll tell you what really sparked this conversation. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had an artist tell me, and I'm going to leave their name out of it. Um, it's, that, that part is not really important, but I had an artist um, talk to me about South by Southwest. Now, by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, you should be coming up on South by Southwest. It should be, you know, a couple of days away. Um, and so if you've already done this, then I'm sorry. I, I kind of got this to you a little too late, but um, you can take this information and, and use it for whatever festival um, or even whatever um, else you have going on. Um, you can really apply this to this. So uh, with that being said, I, I got uh, uh, I had a conversation with this guy and he said, like, hey, man, um, somebody hit me up. A promoter hit me up about performing at South by Southwest. Uh, they said it was going to be a guaranteed spot on, on a nice stage and it was going to be, um, you know, uh, I think two, two to three song performance. I can't remember which one it was, but the price tag was going to be ar- around three grand. Right. And so when, when this guy told me this, my my brain blew up I just couldn't believe that a promoter um, tried to charge him three thousand dollars to perform and so it just kind of it took me back and you know I'm not gonna lie to you it really took me back and um, I, I just really couldn't believe that this was still well I knew that it was still going on. I just couldn't believe that the price had jumped that high. You know, I've heard of, you know, maybe, you know, three to five hundred, even even up to a thousand on. And the people that that had it for that price really had some good slots. And, you know, and and it was just what the promoter was actually uh, saying. But I just couldn't believe that I heard three thousand dollars like that. That literally blew my mind. It's just like, wow, like. 3000 and, and and it started going a lot of things went through my head and I just thought about like you know there are people if, if they have a price tag of 3000 then there are people that are actually paying this and it just got me to thinking about 
you know, how many people are paying this amount and how many people think that it's cool to pay that amount and, and think that they're really going to get some true exposure and um, think that this is going to help them on their road to success. Right. And so, you know, it, it was just crazy. You know what I mean? So I had a couple of uh, of things that I wanted to go through. First off, I, I just wanted to break down, you know, why people charge to perform. Right. Uh, I'm going to try to be as. um objective as I possibly can um, with this and, and try to see things from both sides. So you're going to hear some things that, that are going to be information about why people um, charge to perform. And I'm going to give you some advantages of of, of um, paying to perform. And I'm also going to tell you some of the disadvantages. And and, uh, and so basically it, it won't just be my opinion. I'm going to support this thing with some facts and uh, try to see if I can give you guys the, the most proper information as possible. Right. So uh, breaking down, like, why do people charge to perform? So the the number one thing is for them to get paid right now as a promoter or as a blogger or as um, PR, whatever you may be doing, because there are a lot of different people that have access uh, to these festivals um, and can put on their own shows and actually charge people to perform. So it's not just a promoter in a sense. There there are a wide range of people that, that do this. I said that to say they have to get paid and and you have to understand this right in the world of of music music is so uh, music today is so tangible and so flooded you, you know it's like you can get music all the time and so with that being said me as a blogger a lot of times you know I get people offering me to hey how much would you charge for me to post this and, and you know my reply is always like hey um I, I don't do that. You know, I just personally don't do that. If I dig the music and if, it, if I get around to listening and, and I like it, I'll post it. My team will post it. Um, I just never want to, you know, take money uh, to post material. It's just to me, it, it's just not the game that I wanted to play. Right. And I know that it happens. Um, it happens on, on small scales and it happens on larger scales. But I just know for me, that was a part of the game that I didn't want to have any parts of. Right. Uh, good, bad, indifferent. That's just my personal opinion. on it. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, and so but I we, we all know that it's hard to make money on that side of it. You know, if you're starting out in the game and you start something similar to what I did with straight out the there was no money in it for me. I, I literally just needed a break from production and I wanted to have a place to house um, the podcast. And also I was blogging and, and writing on some music that I liked, you know, didn't know anything about blogging, didn't even really know anything about journalism or anything like that. I just had some ideas and I wanted to put them down for the world to see. And things have, you know, grown over the years that, that I've been doing that. But, you know, for the most part, it was a, it was a, a job that didn't pay. Um, and so jobs that didn't pay or don't pay, you know, tend to be hobbies unless you take them serious in which I, in that case, I, I did take it very serious, but you know, I say all that to say I wasn't getting paid. Right. So, and, and that's not a bad thing, but I, I say that because when you're not getting paid to do things, that's where all of the offers for, um, the, the idea of being able to charge for something comes into play. Right. So it, it happens so often to the point where you feel like, OK, cool. I, I mean, I might as well do this. It, it's only fair um, that I do this because, hey, I can 
finally make some money. So that's the number one thing, you know, to get paid. Number two is, is that perception, right? It's the perception of like, oh, I'm on this big show with this big name blog or this big name promoter or this big, big name industry cat. I'm on this, this show. So it looks great on a flyer. You know, everybody's going to talk about it. And, and that's, that's part of the reason, you know, why people charge to perform. It's like, hey, if you're on this flyer, it's going to look good for both of us. I have a, a good act on this flyer that I know that can put on a good show. It's going to make me look good as a promoter and it's going to make you look good as a performer. So that that's one of the, the reasons. And the other thing is just, you know, they it, and this is the part that honestly, most promoters will never tell you this. And so I want you guys to listen closely. Uh, the most important reason why people charge you to perform is to help fund other major acts or their own acts. And I'm going to break that down before moving forward. So here's the thing, right? Just to use that example that, that somebody gave me, they're paying $3,000 uh, for, for a set at South by Southwest. So here, here's what's typically will happen. That promoter is going to take that 3000 Right. And just say that just just say they only have three artists that, that go for that. Right. So that's nine thousand dollars. Right. I don't know how much it costs to get a stage at South by Southwest, but more than likely that person already had a plug in into that. And so they probably are getting it for a little less to nothing or um, they have some other people that may be going in on it. Uh, all right. So let's just assume that they only had to pay three thousand dollars for the stage. Right. So now you're looking at six grand. So what I can do with that six grand is find a headliner, a headliner that's going to charge like, hey, man, tell them I, I charge three thousand to perform. I'll give you 15 minutes for three thousand. All right. So here, here it is. I get those headliners, you know, maybe get two or three headliners for that three grand. So I pay for the stage off one person. I paid for the talent off of the other one. And now I can pocket the three grand. So they, they made money and they didn't have to do anything. They had the access to the stage. They figured out a plan to get that. And I'm just telling you right now, these are just three people paying $3,000. There's a good chance that more than three people paid to get a slot um, on a stage at South by Southwest that they, they perceive is going to be a, a major um you know, breaking their career. Hey, if I pay this money, I'm going to get on stage. And, you know, I, I made the comment when I posted this that, you know, and, and actually I'm going to read to you verbatim what I wrote. Uh, man, I'm hearing promoters are charging three three stacks to perform at South by Southwest. Is it that serious to perform in front of a crowd of rappers? Um, you might as well just buy a flight down there and, and go down and network. Save yourself 2500 I mean, unless Kanye or Kendrick is bringing you out as a special guest, you know, um, shake, shake my head. Y'all better tighten up. These janky promoters are going to have y'all funding artists with that opportunity of a lifetime. So that's kind of what I'm talking about right here, how they're funding their artists or they're, they're funding other artists to come and perform on that stage. So that's, that's what's happening. They'll never tell you that, but that's the truth. That's, that's exactly what's happening. So, you know, now that you know, you know, why people charge to perform, I'm going to tell you now, like when people, perform pay to perform what what happens what really happens so the top thing is the quality is limited it's almost diminished right we all know that if you start charging to perform then you open the floodgates for people that have money right so if i'm an artist that doesn't necessarily have the talent or the work ethic but if I have the money to pay you to get on that stage, then I'm going to get that shot over the person that's way more talented and works way harder than you. It's because I have the money. I can get the access to go there. And this happens with everything. You know, this is not a new concept, but we're talking about 
strictly paying to perform, right? And so the quality becomes limited. So you you get on a stage and you're performing in front of a bunch of rappers who all also paid, and more than likely they're not paying attention to you because they're just waiting on their shot to get up there and perform their their, their heart out, right? To do the same thing that you're doing. So you, you got to keep that in mind. The quality is going to be limited. So you're not going to be performing in front of a lot of quality talent. You're going to be performing in front of some okay talent. Now, yes, there are fil- filtering processes uh, when people are charging money. But just know it, it's going to be like this. Do I take 3000 from this person that not really that talented? Or do I take nothing from this guy that's super talented? Um, No, more than likely, if you're charging people to perform, you're going to get the money first and deal with everything else later on. Right. Maybe if you made enough money off of the other performers, you're going to get that one person that you just want to give them a real shot and let them perform. That may happen. You know, the chances are very slim, but that may happen. Right. So also, the other thing that happens is you don't have, you know, room for. You don't have a real, excuse me, a real fan base. I couldn't read my own handwriting here. Um, you don't have a real fan base. Why? Because you, like I said before, you're you're performing in front of other people who paid to perform. That's what's going to happen. And so, of course, yes, South by Southwest, is, and we're only using that because this is the example that is applying for. But South by Southwest is a huge festival, a huge opportunity to get in front of a lot of people, right? But if these people don't know you, what is going to keep their attention? Now, if you want to know how to perform, you can go back a couple of episodes and listen to um, our podcast um, showing you the importance of, of putting on a show. Um, you can look through those archives. Matter of fact, go to iTunes um, and, and, and scroll through and find that, that episode. I don't know exactly the number, but you can definitely search uh, on iTunes and find that podcast. But all of that to be said, that's what's going to happen. You're not going to get in front of a real fan base. You're going to get in front of a wide variety of people instead of your true demographic. Now, yes, it's great. You get a chance to perform at South by Southwest. You may even get in front of a stage of, you know, a stage in front of uh, maybe 300 people, you know, or maybe even more than that. But it's all about are those people checking for your music or are you number artist number 27 out of 30? Um, to perform and we're kind of like, uh, I'm, I'm done. I was done at 10, you know, so you got to keep all that in mind. And, and, and there's a good chance that you're not going to get the best spot when you're paying money like that. You may even be applying for an unofficial South by Southwest, um, or unofficial A3C showcase. Just keep all that in mind. Right. Um, and so now I, I told you those things and, and I don't want to sound like, uh, that guy that's saying like, oh, man, don't don't pay to perform. Don't pay to perform. Like I said before, I'm not trying to um, hurt the business or hurt the pockets of any of my you know colleagues that 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 are dealing dealing with that and figured out a way to get people to pay them. By no means that I'm, I'm not saying that what I'm saying is just simply my opinion. Um, now, you can definitely choose that route to go and pay and, and figure it out for yourself. And, you know, it may work for you um, in, in most instances that that I've spoken spoke with people that have done this um it it hasn't worked out for them just to be you know quite frank it it didn't work out and most of them it ended up being a very horrible experience um and something that they didn't see coming they really thought hey i invested this money i thought there was going to be a better look than what it was And, and just to give you an example one artist 
told me that they went down there. It was an unofficial showcase that they performed at. They, I think at the time, this person only paid about $1,200, but it was an unofficial showcase. Um, they didn't give, get a band, so they weren't able to go and, and, you know, enjoy the rest of the festival after they performed. Um, they performed very late in the show. Um, I think it, there were maybe like 20 artists on that bill and they were like number 18 or 19. Um, and by the time they got up to perform a crowd of a hundred had dwindled down to about 15. So you see what can happen. Right. Uh, and those 15, two of those were the other, you know, artists waiting to perform and they're, they're friends because this artist that went down, um, had a fan base here in, in actually in, in, um, outside of Atlanta, um, and not really a fan base down there, you know, so all of their fans were here, they were, they were growing, they didn't really, haven't really got their, their, their feet moving yet on a real record, but they went down there and performed in front of basically 15 people for uh, about $1,200, so that, that was their experience, right, and I have a couple other people that I can go over their stories, but most of them are very similar to that, but with that being said, I definitely want to give you some advantages of paying to perform, right, I, I don't want to be biased, I want to, like I said, I want to keep this as as objective as, as possible. So the number one thing that you can do for paying advantages of paying to perform, uh, you build relationships with the promoter. I think this is the, the top advantage of paying to perform. You really build um, a relationship with that promoter. And why wouldn't you? If you pay somebody $1,500, $3,000, guarantee they're going to remember who they got that money from. They're not going to look at you like, oh, you just paid me some money. No, no. They're going to remember you because they want to come back and talk to you and try to get more money from you. Um, or they're going to remember that hey this person really broke bread with me we should be able to work on something else in the future right so that promoter is going to remember you that's a great relationship to have if they're a credible promoter um, they may be doing other shows unfortunately you probably will have to pay for those shows but you have a connection in another city and that's great to have um, especially when you're you're um, earlier on in your career trying to get out on the road you have you have somebody that you can physically talk to and have contact with and and you know even finagle that and, and get some other contacts other places so i think that's the main advantage uh, number two is uh, the luxury of your name on the flyer at, at the event, you know, um, at South by Southwest, like that, that is huge for a lot of people to be able to say that they performed at, at one of those huge festivals. You know, it, it looks great to have your name on that, that flyer. And you can put that in your, your catalog, your resume, and you can, you can sell that. You can say that you performed in front of 2000 people, um, at South by Southwest, or you can, you know, or at A3C or whatever festival Coachella, whatever the festival is, you can use that to your advantage and make sure that you, you sell that to get on more shows and more festivals right um the other thing is the opportunity to network um you pay to perform you're going to get you should get access to wherever you're going to perform at it and with that access you'll be able to go out and network with the people uh other artists um work on features and, and collabs um find new fans all of those things you know th those come to um you have those at your disposal when you pay to perform you have that access or you should have that access 
And the other thing is, of course, you, you'll have more practice, right? Any opportunity to perform on a stage is a great opportunity when you're an artist um, because that's your bread and butter. That's where the majority of your money will come from. Believe it or not, people don't sell records like they used to. So um, it's going to be shows and merch. That's that's the bulk of your money um, and royalties. If you're lucky uh, to, to find, you know, and look up on a hit record. But for the most part, it's just going to be touring and, and merch, you know, and some corporate um things here, you know, some corporate sponsorships or, or things of that nature. So that that's the bulk of it. You know, those are the three things. Build relationships with the promoter. I think that's the number one thing. Uh, you'll definitely have that person, quote unquote, in your pocket. Um, you'll have the luxury of having your name on that event and you'll have the opportunity to network and you'll get more practice, which all of those things are great. Right. So now that we know the advantages, um, it's, it's only right to go over the disadvantages um, or uh, not really disadvantages. I'll say the alternatives, right? Um, because we we kind of went through those disadvantages. You you pretty much know, uh, for for the most part, um, why people are trying to perform it. And I'll go over those very quickly. You know, the breakdown um, of why people charge you to perform it helps the major acts. It, they get paid, and it's you know it's all about perception. Um, and, and when people pay to perform, what happens? The quality is limited. Um, you don't get a chance to have a real fan base there and you perform in front of other people who pay to perform, of course. Right. So here's some alternatives. And this is my favorite section uh, of this conversation. Um, and the one that I really want you to um, if, even if you're listening right now, I, I do appreciate you listening if you're on the way to work. But this is the part that I would love for you to remember. And if you had something to write down, um, write write this down here. I think this is going to be the, the most important information from the podcast. So this is my alternatives to paying to perform. All right. So I will always, always, always promote to you guys and, and tell you guys to throw your own shows. It's so much power in the throwing your own shows. If, if you don't believe me, ask any artist that, that you're somewhat familiar with and have access to that, that are on, uh, on the local scene and ask them the difference between when they, you know, put on their own show through their own show as opposed to putting on somebody else's bill. Right. You want to throw your own show for, for one. The, the, the advantage of throwing your own show is that you are in control. You can set the things how you want to go. You can perform first. You can perform last. You can perform dead in the middle. You can bring out acts that are better than you, that have a bigger draw, that are going to put people in front of you and open up for them. If everybody wants to see Currency perform, if, you, if you're able to throw that kind of money down and get Currency to come and do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if he's going to charge you $5,000, I don't know what currency charges, but if he's charging you $5,000 to come and do a 20 minute set, open up for currency and do your two best songs. You threw the, you threw the show. You brought currency to a place guaranteed. People are going to look at like, well, who is this guy opening up for currency? That's all. I talked about this stuff on another podcast. You guys can go and check that out too, but it's always throwing your own show. Throwing your own show is such a power move and it, and it's, it, it really puts you in a whole nother space, right? It, it, it puts you in another light. Um, it, the practice that, that you get, it sets you up for a brighter future, just to be honest with you. Um, you, you get the practice doing the shows. You also get, you learn how to manage shows and, and put on a show and, and know all of those details of, of a show. So when your stage, um, 
becomes a large when you, once you get a larger stage um, or bigger venues, then you know how to control that. It's the same thing, just on a bigger scale. Right. So the second thing is the opportunity. Of performing. Like, oh, excuse me. So what I would say, this is my handwriting. I don't my handwriting is horrible at times. A lot of times when I'm making notes, I'm just writing it down very fast. But uh, the other thing is opt out of performing and buy merch instead. Right. That's a very um, unique alternative to performing, paying to perform. And a lot of people see this as like, oh, why would I, you know, opt out of performing? I have every opportunity to perform. Why, why wouldn't I? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes it's not about your performance. Sometimes it's about you actually going and support other artists, right? If you go out and support other artists in, in their circle, if you have people that right now, and, and I've mentioned their name on the podcast before, but Fly Mind Poets, right? These is it's a brother duo. They're very talented. Um, they do have a dope show and, and they make good quality music. However, if they're not performing at a show, they're going to see some of their, their artists and their peers perform. And, and it's not just doing it just to do it. They're doing it out of genuine love. Rod McCoy is another artist that go out and see other artists perform. Milestone does it. Div does it. Coop, J. Coop does it. All of these people, they go out. And these are all Atlanta artists that I'm naming, by the way. You guys feel free to look them up. But all of these people, they go out and see other people perform. Fresh Ali, he does it too. Like even if they're not on the bill, they'll go out and just see other people perform. And what that does is it, it creates a familiarity with, with the other artists. They see you. They they notice that like, oh, man, this person here, Trues is another artist. Um, he, These people, they, they see, they don't have to be on the bill. They're just there. And they just want to see what's going on. And, and they want to be supportive. That creates a whole nother, it puts you in a whole nother atmosphere. Because number one, artists see that you're supporting them. And you don't have anything to gain. You're just there. You're there for support. And now it's like, like, you know what, man, such and such is always here. Maybe we should work on some music together or maybe we should, you know, do a show, throw a show together. It, it's just any of those things that you, you start to get familiar with their audience. And now you're seeing their audience and you know their audience. And, and so after two or three shows of going to see other people and all of a sudden like, hey, well, you know, if you if you got some time, let me get on the bill with you now. The, the audience know you as the guy just coming to the show. Now they don't even know that you perform. You get up there performing, put on a great show. Now you have their fan base because they knew you as a regular person before you got up on that stage. And it's just a bonus, right? But like I said, opt out of performing and buy merch instead, right? So the example that I'm using here is strictly for South by Southwest, right? That same guy that was offering, um, got offered to pay $3,000 to come there. What I said in my original post was like, hey, save that you know, 3000 buy a ticket to get to Austin um, or drive if you need to. You know, I figured that you can get all that done for, you know, at least, you know, $500. You know, you can probably get it done less than that. Um, but, you know, buy a ticket and load up on your merch. You know, spend another 500 on merch if you want to. CDs, um, you know, be creative, uh, uh, you know, T-shirts, things of that nature. But go down there, take the trip and network. Don't worry about performing, you know, um, the, the the most part of it is just having that experience. You're being down there, you're you're having a good time, you're talking to people, you're connecting, taking cards, numbers, all of this stuff. Do that. That's better than spending the three thousand dollars to perform in front of fifteen people. You'd rather go down there and network and guarantee you'll get more out of it. While you're down there, all of these artists are in one place at one time, 
hey, take some um, some portable recording equipment and get in the lab while you're down there or find a studio while you're down there and just record while you have all these artists in one place. Hey, while you're here, hey, man, let's work on a record. I, you know, I love what you got going on. I always want to work with you um, while we're here. Let's try to take advantage of something. You, you saved yourself 15 to, to 2500 and you got so much work done by just going down there networking and not worrying about performing. Right. So many things can be done that way. Uh, the third thing is put that money that you would have spent into marketing your project. Right. Um, I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but um, the conversation that I had with Tamiko Hope, uh, she is a publicist and, and I hope to get her on the podcast soon. Um, we, we have to work on that, but, um, we, we were having a conversation and, and she just said like, you know, a lot of people spend money in the wrong places and when it's time to get a publicist, they don't have the budget for it. Right. When a publicist tell them what they can do for them and their prices is pretty much like, oh, it's too much or, you know, I can't, I can't afford that. But those same artists will go out and spend $3,000 to perform at South by Southwest or, you know, even if they're, they're, they're spending 1500 So it's like you're spending the money in the wrong places is what I'm saying. That same amount of money that you, you would have spent to, to perform 15 minutes, you know, could have last you 15, 15 days or even a year of promotion by hiring a publicist to do that job, that same amount of money, depending on the publicist, you know. Um, so just rethink how you're spending your money, allocate those funds in the right places. Um, like I said, three, we're going to use that same $3,000. Let's just really scale down and look at what $3,000 could really do for an indie artist. It can probably fund your whole project, your whole marketing budget, right? Um, at this point, you're probably recording either out of your home or out of a, you know, a makeshift studio. And th there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm not knocking that by no means, but here, what, here's what you can do. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you can take that $3,000, right? You can take uh, maybe a thousand of it and get your project professionally mixed. Um, if you want to get it mastered, you can always go to lander.com slash promo slash S O D D. You can get it mastered through lander. We're going to give you a free trial. Go and check that out. That was just a quick promo there, but you can go there get it mastered. And now what you have is, is a professionally um, product that's ready. Now you can go out and, and do special deals and, and buy merch. You can go out and, you know, buy some limited edition vinyl or limited edition CDs. Um, you can do all of these things. And you can even pay a, a publicist to get you more, more exposure and get you out on get more interviews and things of that nature. All of those things can definitely happen. Um, all you would need to do is just spend your money in the right places as opposed to just think if it's if it sounds too good to be true, then, you know, that saying is is probably too good to, to be true. Right. So just think of that. Right. Just and, and that's really all I have for that. I just want to recap, really. Um, people charge to perform because they got to get paid and they, they need that perception to make that show as big as possible. And it helps for them to pay, you know, the major acts or either fund their own artists. You know, that definitely happens, um, too. Now, when people pay to perform, the quality is limited on the show. You're not going to be performing in front of the best talent. You're performing in front of the people that were willing to pay the price tag to get on the show. Um, you don't have a real fan base uh, because, like I said, you're performing in front of people that paid. You know, your fan base more than likely won't be able to get there um, because you're performing somewhere new. Uh, so, you know, the advantages of paying to perform, of course, you get to build the relationship with the promoter. Um, you'll have the luxury of having your name 
time on the flyer of that event and the opportunity to network while you're there and of course more practice um, but like I said what I really want you guys to take away from this whole conversation is just the alternatives to pay to perform you get to throw your own show please throw your own show if you need help I'm going to go ahead and put this out here and you know this podcast is free, but I'm I, I'm going to offer these services and it's not even about the money, but I, some things that you have to pay for. Right. So I'm going to go and put this out here right now. If you need help on how to throw the right show and target the right people, I can help you with that. It is going to be a fee, but I can help you with that. And if you need that help, you can email me. Um, you can still send the emails at podcast at straight out the I, I still filter those out. But if you need that help, you can contact me directly there and just put attention to um, Jay Good. Um, but if you do need that help, I'm, I'm here willing to help it. But I will tell you, it, there will be a fee associated with it. And I'm not going to hit you over the head and, and try to break your pocket. But it's all about budgeting. Right. But if you do want to do a show, we can do it together and I can show you how uh, to really make that show work for you and to promote it the right way and target the right audience and get the right people on the show to maximize your growth and your income. Um, the other thing, uh, you can definitely opt out of performing and make sure that you buy merch instead. Go out there and network with the people, go and see shows, get to know new people, get to know new people. I can't stress that enough. Stop getting in your shell artists. You, you can't perform and run out of the venue. Perform and go and hang with the fans. Talk with the artists. See what people had to say about your performance. Some people may have loved it. Some people may have hated it. Find out why they hated it. Find out why they love it. But most importantly, find out. You got to talk. No more getting off stage and running to your to your next event. If you got to do that, that's cool. I understand. But for the most part, if you got one show that night, stick around. Stick around and talk to the people and find out, you know, what is it? Could, could I do better? What is it that you like? You know, I, I, I need to find out all of that information. And most importantly, you can put that money into marketing your own project. You know, you can you can find finally get that project professionally mixed. Um, you can you can go and get your PR people. You can go and buy the right merch. You can come up with creative ideas like a lot of ideas cost money. You can have a million ideas, but without the, the proper funding, uh, those ideas are hard to bring to life. So th some of those ideas that you have in your head, you can bring those to life. You just need the money to do so. And, and you have that money. You just got to know where to spend it so uh, that's it for this week I do appreciate you guys for listening um, I do think we will have another guest next week I'm, I'm not going to promise you that um, but uh, it's looking like we will um, but I do appreciate you guys for listening look please 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 tell a friend tell an artist tell anybody that you think um, would learn from this podcast right now we need you guys to help um, our numbers are still staying, you know, they're, they're pretty consistent, but we need them to go up. And the only way that they're going to go up is that you guys go out and tell people about this podcast. Um, please subscribe on iTunes, rate and review uh, the podcast. And maybe I should start saying that at the beginning because um, I know a lot of you guys listening, but um, you guys are not rating and reviewing as as much as I would like for you to do so. So please take the time out to do that. It takes literally 30 seconds it's not a long process um but you know if you're on itunes please rate and review i, I would love to hear what you have to say and, and we'll read those reviews out right here on the podcast um but yeah other than that that's it um thanks again for listening um and like i always say if you guys have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes reality with that being said i'm jay good straight out the den see you guys next week <laughs>